Hey, what's going on, people? It's Jay Good at StraightOutTheDen.com. Um, for our podcast today, we spoke with uh, Scotty ATL. Uh, real dope conversation, man. I think you guys will enjoy it a whole lot. Um, if you haven't, be sure to go uh, to iTunes and subscribe to our podcast. Uh, you can search Straight Out The Den. That's S-T-R, the number 8, O-U-T-D-A-D-E-N. Or you can go to our website and do the same thing. So, you know the drill. Sit back, relax, and listen. Yeah, man, what's going on with you, bro? Man, it's been working, man. Trying to promote this project. I hear you, I hear you. I hear Me and Matt, actually, we were talking before y'all got here. And um, just talking about your project. I don't know if you know, man, but like with, with the podcast, our main goal is to like let your general audience know about you. You know, we kind of tell those stories, like how different things came about, man, like the background stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not necessarily... About like, oh, this is the album type thing, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? We just the stuff that, as a fan, you want to know about, you know right. what I'm saying? So like, like how this happened in the studio, or like, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Like the the first thing, um, I was listening to all the pro. Actually, I went through everything today and listened to it again, man. And um, the the one thing that come to mind, man, like with your projects, is consistent. The intros, like mm-hmm. I don't know what you're doing, dude, but the intro, like you hear the intro and it's like, okay. I'm ready for the project. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you know, I, 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 I'm a hip hop head, man. It was like, it's a soulful presentation. Seemed like on every one of your intros. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I dig it. Like, what, what's that? You know, is that something that you consciously doing? Like, getting the album started off like that, or is it just like, you know, what, what is, what is it with that? You know what I'm saying? With the intro. I mean, man, for me, it's just more so like. I just do the music, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So I try not to like I not I try not to like do the intro. Okay. I just try to just record, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And some songs like just kinda give you a certain vibe like this should be the intro. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got you. I got you. So I can, I mean one thing I can say is that most of the intros that I had they really don't have no hook. You know no, what I'm no, no. It's just straight rapping. That's why, yeah. man, like, now the June 21st on yeah. the um, Summer Dreams. Yeah, man. Dude, I heard that and I was like, hold up. I, 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 man, I had to run it back. And then the, um, the, uh, which one? The Jiffy? The Jiffy, um, Jiffy Conrad Springs. Yeah, my granddaddy car. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Dude. People don't even know about them, really. You know what I'm saying? Man, I told Matt, man, dude, I listened to that one probably like two or three times a day. And it was like what got me on those records was the skits, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like the idea behind the skits, like having your mama talk about, you know what I'm saying? Like you know you growing up, your family, how she met your dad, stuff like mm-hmm. that, man. Like it made it made it feel like it made the project feel personable, you know what right. I'm saying? Like I felt like after I listened to it, I know something about you, mm-hmm. as opposed to like you know how sometimes you listen to music and after it's over with. It's like I leave with nothing. Like I don't even know to do. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah, I appreciate that, man. Like, like I want to know, and I'm sure other people want to know too. Like, what were y'all doing in the background, dude, with all them skits on, on that project? It's just on, like y'all on the Jiffy one. Yeah, man. It was like y'all just had stuff going. It was like random stuff going on in the background on the skits, and then like y'all just going to the record. You know what I'm man, saying? Man, we was tripping. Like I flew to Chicago okay. twice to record that project. Okay. Two of the dudes that um produced it mm-hmm. are prolific and soundtrack. Yeah. They yeah. actually produced Kid Push yeah. and um a superstar for Lupe Fiasco. Mm-hmm. So I was just there, man. That was my first time going to Chicago in like twenty some years. Mm. You feel me? And um we was just having a good time, man, just tripping out. Yeah, like, I can you tell. Know? <laughs> and we just ended up just kind of recording some of the, the funny stuff, you know what I mean, yeah. that was going on or whatever, you know, that weekend. So we just put it on there, you know. Man, it worked perfect, dude. Cause I'm like, it just it. I think what it is for me, like, I got a producer background, man. So it's like when I hear stuff like that, it make me think about you know the fun that you having in the studio, right? Cause like this is really how this podcast started, man. Like it started from I was working with an artist, and we were just having a regular conversation. Mm-hmm. It was like, man, we talked about so much stuff. We should have been recording it. You know what right. I'm saying? It was like, okay, dude, let's. This next time we have a session, like, let's just record. And whatever we come out with, I'm just going to put it out as a podcast. And it kind of caught on because it was like, we were just talking regular talk, regular mm-hmm. stories. And then people were like, man, I ain't, you know, I ain't know this about that record. Right. I ain't know this about that record. And it really caught on. Um, 
like you said you was in Chicago for that record like what made you like go to Chicago was it just the, the relationship with them or like mm-hmm. you know I mean well they came to um, Atlanta first okay prolific and soundtrack was at Tree Sound and my attorney called me like yo I got these producers in town I want you to meet them mm-hmm. you know what I mean so I went up there to meet them we did like one record that night and they liked it and so they was like yo come back tomorrow tomorrow it was Monday so tomorrow turned into Wednesday and then um, we came back Wednesday. We was joking around like mm-hmm. we're gonna do a whole EP tonight. Yeah. So we did it. You know what I'm saying? We did like five songs the first night. I ended. Up, I left the studio. I went to the studio at like one o'clock after the show. I left at like nine thirty that morning. It was exhausted, man. And so we ain't finished, but we did finish the five songs. Yeah. So I was like, shit, I want to go to Chicago. You know what I'm saying? And just really just gonna chop it up with them, meet them, and just kind of. I always feel like with music, it's about the vibe. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's so about important. the vibe. So, you know, when you're in L.A., you you can tend to make a certain type of music. Mm-hmm. You know, when you were in Chicago, you know what I mean? I just wanted to kind of see what kind of vibe I would get out of coming in the environment. You gotcha. know? Gotcha. So that was really the purpose behind it. And, and it, you know, I think it kind of helped, you know, because in Chicago, it was cold during the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and you kind of get like the family vibe when you're in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, instead of emailing tracks back and forth, I was able to sit down with them. Man, that's you know so what I mean? important. Yo, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, so important. Cause like when you when you there and you make a record, you can tell. You know what I'm saying? Like you can feel right. it when you listen to the music. It's like, oh yeah, they those some ideas that they bounce off of each other. As opposed to like, I mean, I get it with the industry. Sometimes you gotta like, okay, we can't meet up. Our schedules don't right. work. But it's like, man, when you can actually get in the studio with the producer and, like, they sit down and really grind it out, like, the music speaks for itself Mm -hmm. so much more, man. Like, Chicago, I feel you on Chicago, dude. That's like, I've only been there. I've been there twice. And it's like, I think outside of Atlanta, that's where I would live. But if I can come back here during the wintertime, you know what I'm saying? I don't know about that winter, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm a Southern boy, man, so, like, I ain't used to that winter weather like that yet. Like I've been, I was up there in, in like November, um, and it was, you know, the weather was like cool. It was right before they uh, first snow, but it was like, you know, maybe fifty or sixty. I was like, I can deal with that. But it was like, no, nah, dude, you come up here in the winter, you got to buy your coat from up here type stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just a different type type feeling for Man, weather. It's crazy than what we used to down here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The um, the the story that your mom told. On that project, and I'm gonna bounce around, dude, because I'm just like going yeah, out of time. But like the story that your mom was telling about, you know, how she met your dad, like how important was that for you to re- relay that message to everybody else? You know what I'm saying? Because that yeah. that was personal. You know what I'm saying? Fair like enough. that ain't something that you feel that um like that's something that I need to be sent down talking to you, and then that eventually come out. But that's right. like for you to choose to put that on the record. Like, what was the idea behind that? You know what I'm saying? I mean. My mom um, hadn't been to Chicago either, and like, you know what I mean, since she was a little girl or whatever. Y'all went up there together? First time I went by myself. Okay. Second time I went up there, she came with me. Oh. And so, you know, she showed me around, like, you know, where she grew up, Mm -hmm. and this, that, and the third, and, you know, it was ironic, but I was recording, like, five minutes from where she used to live. Dang. And we (laughs) was, like, outside of the city of Chicago. We was in Gurney, actually. Okay. So it's like 45 minutes outside of Chicago. But we was playing on the way there. Like, you know, we came up with the idea of doing skits. Yeah. And originally, I started, like, asking people about, you know, their Jiffy Cornbread experience. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah, I caught yeah. one girl in the airport <laughs> in Chicago. I called my little brother in the airport. And on what the girl, way... What she said told me it was, uh, like, water. I'm like, what? I'm like, what are you talking about? She's from Chicago, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, so like, um, on the way to the studio, I was joking with my mom, saying, mm-hmm. like, we're going to get you to... We're going to record you saying something about Jiffy Cornbread. Yeah. So she was like, all right, you know, let's do it, whatever. So I was playing... But when I got to the studio, I told them. And they was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, we'll see. I forgot about it. She came back. And we was about to leave. And they was like, yo, we got to get this part with her. So they start asking her questions. I was there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I really, you know, I just was just chilling. You know, I don't like to. 
I don't like to have, you know, once the the foundation is laid for the creativity, I like to let it do what it do. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? Because gotcha. sometimes you could try to be too creative and you, you strangle it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Out of it. So she was talking, man, and she just started talking about the story. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So I just let her do it, you know, yeah, say cool. what she was going to say. Yeah. That J. Rock Yeah, man, but um, it, it's dope, dude. It was like, man, you hear stuff, and he was like, man, it's one of those things. Like, man, I wish I would have thought of that for a project, just that that interview vibe, yeah, man, man, because it's like, it's so important, man. Like, just to connect with your fans, because me, as, as somebody that you know, and, and actually, I've heard your music before, but I didn't put the two together. Like, I heard the right. music and didn't know the name. You know what I'm saying? And then. I finally put two and two together. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I've been listening to this stuff, man. And um, it's like just to connect, dude, because fans need to hear that. Like, they want to feel like they know you. You know what I'm saying? Because right. now, especially with, like, with social media yeah. and, and all that, like, Twitter, every, you know, it used to be a time when, like, your favorite rapper was untouchable. Like, you weren't going to see him unless right. you went to a concert. Right. Now, you know, you can say something crazy on Twitter and you might get a, re a retweet or something right. like that you know what I'm saying but it's like it's so important to connect man like um, it was uh, man what what song was it um, was it it was a record about I can't remember which which project it was on it was talking about Somebody getting your check damn. no getting your paycheck it was uh, like oh payday oh no. I just got my it's about like you, you been waiting, about on, the waiting on the check to Friday, the, man, dude. Yeah. I heard that man. Cause I, I'm telling you, like when I heard the record, right? It immediately took me back to a time like when I was just like struggle, struggle, struggle. Right. Like oh seven, oh eight, dude. It was like I had just um, got fired from my job, and I was like, man, I'm doing music full time. Ain't worrying about it. Just gonna grind it out. And it was like, dude, struggle. You know what I'm saying? I was like, money was like far in between. It was like, right. dude, I'm trying to pay rent. I'm like, man, I'm going to pay my rent. All this stuff happening, man. I heard that song. I was like, it took me right back to that place. Man. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I know how I feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't wait to get this man. check, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, yeah, you need songs like that that connect with people, dude. That record, I don't care who you are. Like, if you the richest man or you broke, everybody can relate to that time when you needed that paycheck. You know right. what I'm saying? Whether you had right. to pay something off. I was like, yeah. That record, that, that that was the record that made me like, okay, I need to spend this thing like one more time and just like really vibe with it. That's what's the, um, the, uh, the, the first, like, well, before I go into that, I wanted to ask like, what was the idea behind that project, the Jiffy Cornbread? Like, what made you? I mean, man, it's funny you didn't ask me that. Like, okay, so Summer Dreams was like my introduction to the world. So That's the first take. Some dreams. I was the first take that everybody knew about. Knew about. Gotcha. gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like it ended up in Spin Magazine, like top 50 tapes of mm -hmm. the year and all this other stuff. And then so after that tape dropped, you know, we spent a lot of time promoting it, you know, yeah. shooting videos or whatever. And um, I was supposed to be working on another project with DJ Byron. Mm -hmm. So I had, you know, in the process of that, I met those producers at Tree Sound, we did a couple of records. I met with Burn One, we were supposed to put everything together and the music didn't mesh. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, okay, well what do I what should I do? Like, I'm working with these guys. I really feel like, you know, they got a good sound. I wanna kinda experiment, you know what I'm saying, with some new producers. And also kinda show people, you know, what I can do, you know what I mean, on my own, you know. Gotcha. And um in the meantime I was working on a project with Burn One. So, since both of those didn't come, kind of come together, you know, I wanted them to come together, mm -hmm. but we ended up having to separate the two. Yeah. So, I did the Jiffy, you know what I mean? And then I, at, the, at the time, I was working on Faith and Jiffy at the same time. Oh, wow. So, I started off working on both of those projects. Like I think I recorded like SSDD and Clarity mm -hmm. around the same time I started working on okay. the Jiffy project. And then, you know, it just didn't, it just didn't work out. So, I was like, okay. I'm gonna do this as an EP, you know, eight song project. In the meantime, I'll still just be working on the project with Burn One to come back with a full, you know, what I'm saying full length okay. mixtape or whatever. So that's really how it kind of came about. Yeah, man, that's um, I was gonna say like I heard you you was rapping on one song, man. And you were just talking about your the deal situation that you had. 
Yeah. You know, tell us a little bit more about that. Like, you know, what happened, you know what I'm saying, on, on the deal. Record deal? Yeah, the record deal. I mean, I had a, a record deal when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, it was when I was in college. Like, first year, I didn't go to college for like two years anyway, one and a half, I guess. <laughs> but um, my first year, man, in college, I got a record deal. I was playing basketball. I stopped playing basketball, mm-hmm. pursuing music full time. And um, I don't know, I was, in the, I was in the rap group, you know what I'm saying? And I always had been kind of affiliated with rap groups up until, you know what I mean, recently, really, until like okay. three years ago. So, um, we was doing a group, man, and, and it just was like, I was working real close with some of the people in the label, mm-hmm. and it was some things that I just wasn't, you know, particularly happy about, you okay. know what I'm saying, or, you know, that I kind of saw, whatever. So... When when that when I kind of saw that I was just like man I want out you know what I'm saying so it was a tough situation then because you know we was all homeboys and we was getting our first sign and we had a song that was on the radio and whatnot yeah. so you know everybody thought I was tripping but you know and not working out mm-hmm. the better you know sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do man like that yeah. that group situation ain't always the best thing the um I don't know man it, it's like. And I think, Matt, we were talking about it like just, just this industry, man. Like, the music, it's music and it's music business. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes that business mess up a lot of the other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Especially like when you're a producer or artist, we always in creative mode. You know what I'm saying? And it's right. like when you have to deal with the politics of the business, you can get discouraged sometimes. You know yes. what I mean? And it's like... I don't know. Sometimes you just have to step back. And, and, and I guess that's the reason why it's always good to have people in those positions that's handling all the business mm-hmm. stuff so you can focus on the creative. But, you know, my my logic is you still need to know about that stuff. You know what I'm saying? You still need to know about it. But I don't, it, it, it's weird, man, because sometimes I've, I've, I've been in a situation with artists that they have that label um, situation and they get discouraged and they can't make the type of music that they were making prior to getting a deal. Right. You know what I mean? Like now you you independent, right? You're doing everything yeah. pretty much on your own. Like what's the what's the difference for you? Like being somebody that had the deal on the table and now you know grinding it back out and working. You know, or even I don't know. Are you working toward trying to get another deal? Or are you you gonna stick with being independent? Like I mean. Well, right now I'm uh, I'm independent. I'm not really working mm-hmm. towards getting a deal, but if the right, you know what I'm saying, opportunity presents itself, then you know I'm gonna take it. You gotcha, know? gotcha. But um, I'm just really just working on building my fan base now. Mm-hmm. But as far as like deals, man, yeah, it's it's a big difference. Um, you know, not that particular deal when I was you know like in the college or whatever, mm-hmm. but. Before that, I was working with a label in Atlanta, not signed to them, but just gotcha. working with them. And, you know, I had a chance to kind of see some of the stuff that people go through. You know, it's a lot of times it's, it's hit driven or, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, they don't really want you to talk about your feelings or yeah. what you've been going through. It's just about what song can we spend on the radio? Mm-hmm. What song can we spend, you know what I mean, at the club? You know what I mean? So forth, so on, so So to me, when I was able to free myself from that situation, I feel like that's when some of my best music came. Yeah. You know what you, I mean? You some can of the hear it in the music, man. Yeah. It, that's, that's the key right there, the frustration. Like, you hear it, like, and you're able to freely put out the music that you want to put out and let yourself just, like, rap. Don't worry about a hit, because the hit will come. Right. You know what I'm saying? And just do the record. You know what I'm saying? Like, most of the records that you hear on the radio now, if it's a hit, you can tell it's it's formulated and it don't last as long. You right. know what I'm saying? Like I'd rather connect with the fans on a genuine hit because this is what happens. This is what I what you know my opinion of what happens. You get a le- record label formulated hit record, right? Mm-hmm. You put that out, it catch, but then like you know your album get ready to come around, and the label telling you oh we need more records like this, and you you know you constantly putting records on the album that sound like that. Yeah. You build a fan base off of that, right? Yeah. Your next album come around, and you you tell the label like, okay, I, I did what, this. yeah, right. I'm trying to do this. The fans don't connect, mm. and so now all of a sudden, the record label looking at like you flop. Right. So now you gone, but it's like you wanting to make that music all alone. You know you what I'm saying? Chasing like, now. Now you hit chasing, and when you chasing the hit, 
those are people that don't have long careers, man. When you make the music that you want to make, I mean, you got to learn the balance of how to make a hit. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. when you make the music that your core audience love, those artists are still around. Like you look at like you know your Jay Z's, you look at your Nas's, you look at Ti, Ti, all of them. They they gave you. They made hits, but yeah. they gave you their core. They 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 made music for their core fan base first, mm-hmm. built that, and then brought them into the hit world instead of bringing the hit people into their. You know, right. and it's like, yeah, you got to learn that balance, man. It's so key though because, you know, we see it all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like you're a rapper, but at the end of the day, you're still a fan of rap too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So you see, you see what happens all the time, man. It's um, it was um. The, the mixtape, the in the moment, mm-hmm. was it in the moment mm-hmm. tape? In the meantime. In the meantime, in yeah. the meantime, my fault. Yeah. Um, again, man, it's <laughs> them intros, dude. I don't know, man. I'm like, I was now, in the meantime. Really, wasn't even no mixtape. It was like an EP, I guess you. Nah, it was it was a um a DJ friend of mine, mm-hmm. DJ SR was like, yo, man, I wanna um I wanna put out a cause see well. When I dropped Summer Dreams, like I said, I was waiting to drop the project with Burn One. Yeah. So, like, in the meantime, no, I was okay, dropping that, no. songs. <laughs> okay, okay. So, a lot of those songs were songs that were just out, that were loose songs, that weren't okay. really attached to no project. You know, yeah. I was just, just trying to keep my name hot on the internet or whatever. Yeah. And he took all the songs, and he was like, yo, man, if you can just send me, like, two or three songs that nobody never heard. I'll put this tape together for you. Man. So I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Keep it going. It might well and keep he it did, going. you know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's you know dope, I mean? that was That's how that really came about right there. That's dope. It's like, what's good, bro? What's good, man? All right, man. Jay Good, man. Nice to meet you, man. Yeah. We, um, we, uh, hey, Matt, just grab a chair, man. Oh yeah, good, good. But uh, yeah, man, it's it's uh, that was a dope idea for him to just you know what I'm saying put it yes, together like in that. In the meantime, like you know, I was gonna ask you because you a couple of minutes ago you were talking about hey you was working on something in the meantime. I was like, man, is that the same thing? You need to it's exactly it was. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I don't even really got that many downloads or views, you know, because I didn't man, promote I it, you know. Dude, I don't even look at that stuff, dude. Like, yeah. like I've learned, man, like that download game and all that. Like, don't get me wrong, you want to have those numbers up, you right. know what I'm saying, stuff like that, but. It's honestly, dude, like, the music. I, I listen to the music first. If I connect with the music, then we can go from there. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if I don't like the music, it ain't no need to having a conversation. You know what I'm right. saying? It's yeah. like the downloads, all that stuff come, man. Like, build that fan base with the the music first. Excuse me. Everything else will fall in place, dude. Like, I don't know. I mean, we, we were just talking about, like, all the uh, the different projects mm-hmm. and um, the stuff that came in, man, and... Uh, he heard in the meantime, hey. Uh, yeah, it was. It's, 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 um, it's like the hidden yeah. project, you know, people don't know about. Yeah, it's on indie. It, was, it wasn't, a, like I was telling him, it wasn't like an official mixtape, but DJ SR, between Summer Dreams and, um, really it was between Summer Dreams and Faith, what it was supposed to be. Yeah. He, I had released songs, and it turned out to be Jiffy, but... He just took a lot of songs that I had released in the process and put them on one mixtape and put them out there. Yeah. But it was some high songs so though. When you when you Google um, when you put your name in on live, that one don't come up. Yeah, it do. Yeah, it come up. Let me, yeah, let me see. see. Right, here. it's it right now. He said, "Let me see." <laughs> yeah, because I didn't did it a million times. And yeah. I see Jiffy but and you I know, see. Know, I think it's it's on the DJ SR, but nah, it's, it's on Scotty. If you type in Scotty, type Scotty, type Scotty into the um. Now, if you you on the indie side, it's yeah, still gonna come up though. Okay, okay. It's still gonna come up though. Right. Yeah, it right there. Yeah, right. And what is called? In the meantime. When was that um put out? It was like I said. It wasn't really like some I personally put out. Oh, okay. okay. He just kind of collected the songs Collect and was yeah. like, "If you give me two or three songs, I will put this tape together for you, and I put it out in the meantime while you mm-hmm. working, you know." I mean, I mean that's, that's the best thing to do it, it fit though You know what I'm saying It, it, it was finished Just to put something out Like you said in the meantime While you was working on another project Dude um, I didn't You know we didn't really go over Summer Dreams I don't I don't want to skip it Okay Because You know what I'm saying I, I, I'm i a fan of, of the project yeah, They don't chop in the podcast Yeah They don't chop in everything right? Oh we It's raw All that I might take that out But I mean that's That's just People I don't know why They love this 
because they feel like they're in the room like right now. Right. Talk, Dude, they, they feel like, yeah, barbershop talk. They feel exactly yeah. like, like, man, we talking about. I think it's great, man. They love it. They love right, it. Right, 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 right. Um, if you be in sight. Yeah. The June 21st, like, what what's the story behind that? Because I saw it and mm-hmm. I was like, you know, mm-hmm. actually, I listened to the music. And, you know, I was listening to the music in my headphones and then... I was like, man, you got a dope intro and outro. You know what I'm saying? Then I went and looked at the track list. I was like, what's up with June 21st? And, you know, what was it, September something? September 23rd. Yeah, like, what is that the... I'll, I'm putting my guess out. Okay. My guess is you started the tape on the 21st and you ended it on the, on the September 23rd. Nah. Nothing to do with it. All right, cool. Summer dreams. Yeah. The beginning of summer is June 21st. And the end of summer is so simple. Hey, it's so right. simple, right? <laughs> Dang, that, yeah, you're right. My birthday on the 22nd, yeah. so it's like I always yeah, know how to talk. Yeah. Okay. And, and and the dates kind of flush away, maybe like a yeah, day yeah, or two yeah, off. Yeah, but they, for the, the most year, part, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's dope. I didn't think about that, man. It, yeah. it makes sense now. Yeah. All right, cool, yeah, man. The, uh, how, how did Saha um, collab happen? So I went to school with me and Lamar Ashley. Okay. So, you know, he like, he the homie. And, um, we reached out to him and tried to get him on, you know what I mean, the term. I sent him two tracks. I think I sent him Turn My Mic Up and Dream um, Catcher or something like that. Okay. I don't remember what it was. But um, he chose Turn My Mic Up, send his verse back, and that was it. Man, I, I got a crazy story about Saha, man. Like, back in the day, I was, um, I used to run with Ace and them all the time. And um, they were working out of Artist Factory. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... At the time, you know, I was just, I used to just go and sit in on, on the sessions a lot of time. I used to be the fly on the wall. It's like, you know, I'm, this day session, I'm just here. And um, they were working with Verse at one time. Okay. And Verse had, I forgot which tape it was, but it was the uh, Pass Me the Rubbers song um, that was on the tape. I, I think it was either Sex Chronicles or something like that. One of the tapes he had. So I'm listening to to the record. And then I even seen the video. But back then, Saha had braids, so I didn't pay any attention, you know. Then it was like a couple years went by, and I saw like some good music stuff. I'm like, hold on, like the dude, the voice sound the same. But then I went back and started doing the research. I'm like, man, I met this dude, like, you know, like with the whole record, how it happened. It's just crazy, like, how stuff, you know, come back around full circle. And he had, like, because I was, me and my homeboys talking, man, this dude here, man, his verse on this record is crazy. But, you know, man, dude, he got to eat. He is man Like he got some bars Like he He got them metaphors That make you think man Like the stuff you say Yeah They sleep on you know man They do They do But if you listen to that um, What's the tape That just came out Well not the tape The album The uh, Cruel Summer Yeah Cruel Summer He had some of the best verses On the record On the Ivy League too Oh yeah, I believe oh, all this stuff, man. I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Saha for real, man. Like even on the Soul Paul, like he killed that. Yeah. Him and Pusha, like they, yeah. they got the best verses on that, man. But yeah, um, the record. I think I, we talked about the record. Um, which one? I think it's the Chase. It was mm-hmm. something I had a. I, I was listening to it. And I had a question about, and I can't remember which record it was. I want to say it was a chase. Let me see. I'm play it real quick. I can't remember. If it was. I think this was it. Cause it had a sample that I um that I was familiar with. Now you're talking about entrepreneur. Let me see. That's it. Man, I can't think of it, dude. It was something. That ain't it right there either? Uh-uh. Don't worry about it. It'll come to me. It'll come to me later. But, um, in, in the meantime, while I'm thinking about it, dude, like, the, uh, the visuals that y'all shot for Faith, the, uh, like, the teaser. For Faith? For Faith. Right, okay. Like, dude, I don't know who, who shot it, but... Tell them thank you, like right. real talk, because it's like when you see it, it puts you in the mood for like, okay, it tells what the whole album is about, like right. you know what I'm saying, like everything from the, you know, tying in like you know the church and the little kid on the street, like his 
his perspective of what the little kid is seeing on the right. street, you know what I'm saying? All of that, dude, it, it was so fitting for, you yeah, know what I'm saying, what was taking place. Now, let me tell you this, man. I, I know people really didn't know this, but actually, you know, the trailer was what's on the cover. The whole... See, like, oh. you see they playing dice back here on the left side. Hey, I ain't keep that. So that's why we got the scenes of playing dice. He's sitting at Ebenezer, you know, supposed to be the little boy. He's sitting at Ebenezer Baptist Church. Mm. In the car, you got the girl, you know what I'm saying, screwing the dude in the car. He handing out his money. So that's why we had to look. Gotcha. People Who in the car. The Joe from Apartment K. Okay. So really, the, the, the trailer was really just a depiction of the cover. Okay. That's really was, you know, what it was really about. Just be trying to tie in, man. Like, man, that's, that's dope, stuff, dude. Man, now that you say that, that's... See, you know. Well, who came up with the concept of, of that? Of well, the cover or the well, just, trailer? Well, I guess both of them, really. Um, I pretty much, like, laid the ground as far as, like, what I wanted the cover to be like. Okay. And then Joe took, you know, my idea and just turned, you know, made it come to life, you know, and okay. just added everything, the extras and stuff. And then when we did the trailer... We was just brainstorming, and I was like, man, what if we just pretty much did everything on the cover? On the cover, yeah. In the trailer. It makes sense, man. Keep it simple, man. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we were trying to overthink stuff. It was like, right. man, just... But people don't really even know. No, I, I didn't, I didn't catch it until you just said it, man. Yeah. It was like, okay, and now that I see it, it was like, yeah, it made perfect sense. Yeah. Definitely made perfect sense, man. Like, it's a good project, man. Appreciate it's it. It's a real good project. Like, it's, you, you definitely got your own style. Like, you know what I mean? Like... You had a style where I know you're from the South, but you're not doing what I think that somebody from the South would do on the record. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not the typical, like, trap. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. sound. It's like you got stories, and you ain't afraid to tell those stories. Like, it, it, it's some real honesty in the music, dude. Like, um, from anyone, just, man, the, uh, just talking about your, um, your situation, like, with, trying to pursue music you know what I'm saying like the the part that people don't like to talk about with music is that having a job right and doing music like some people just they feel like oh you ain't grinding cause you you right. working a job you working a 9 to 5 or whatever or whatever your time is and you doing music you know what I'm saying and some people I always kinda you know I went kinda in between with that because like I've had a period in my life where I you know pursued music 100% then you know I, I I have a time in my life where I'm working a job and still doing it. And then, you know, I, I think about it. It's like, man, are you not, are you grinding harder if you got a job and you're doing music? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to think about it. It's like, it's realistic. It's realistic. Like, that's time management like a mug, bro. Like, okay, I got to go to work. Like, no matter what time you do it, you got to get up. You know what I'm right. saying? And do it. And, and it's like, man, you know what I'm saying? The lines that you said, what, what song was that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, we're turning that. And it's like, man, that's Man, for real. I'm like, man, like that's that's just understanding music because like yeah. I've seen it where people struggling and you know and, and instead of just letting that be known on record, you try to hide behind it and, and act like you're not going through that certain situation. And to me, I don't know, maybe it's just the type of person I am. I'd rather for you to tell me that, man. Because I, I, like, I heard that line, and I'm like, dude, I deal with that on a daily. You know what I'm saying? Like, real talk, like, you, you working a job that, and I, I got a good job. I ain't going to lie. Like, you know, my job, understand what I do, and they are very, you know, if I need a day off, and I tell them, they don't, you know, it's like, whatever, do your job, whatever, whatever. Like, I understand you, you running a business, too. So, you know, they get it. But it's like, man... That's so key to to hear that that somebody like dealing with a situation where like, man, I'm waiting for this music to take off. Right. But as soon as it take off, I'm out of here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, more people need to need to hear that because like that's that's honestly that's a true grind. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I appreciate that. Just as, as a consumer, right. dude, I appreciate right. that. Man. I mean, I, my my whole thing, man. Like my whole infatuation behind music. First of all, is that I was able to see. Or able to connect with a lot of artists growing up. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That's how I kind of fell in love with music. Like, hearing somebody say something that I was actually going through. Mm -hmm. Or listening to a song that can actually help me get through a situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody didn't have situations where you might have cut on a song. And that was your song to help you get through it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or <laughs> whatever, you know what I'm saying? Or, or it might have been you was messing with a chick. And that, that song reminds you of when you was messing with that chick or whatever. So... 
for me, man, it's always like talking about what I'm actually going through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I just feel like you you gonna win easier like that. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody can listen to your music and say, "Man, I'm going through the same thing exactly. that he going through." Exactly. You gonna be more likely to play that song. You yep. know what I'm saying? Because it's like this is my favorite joint. You know, this it becomes my song becomes your song. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, that's that's the key, man. Because it, just like you said, like don't get me wrong, man. Like you know the hopes and dreams of having money and being able to get whatever you want to, you know, you want whatever you want to buy. That's all great. But you know what I'm saying? Like, the truth of the matter is, 70% of people that listen to music and listen to what rappers talk about, they never going to get it. Like, I hate to say it like that, but it's, right. it's not going to happen. Right. But if you got somebody that's coming in and telling me, like, look, man, ain't nothing wrong with having that. But this is where I'm at now. This is where I'm trying to be. More people can connect to that. Mm -hmm. They can hear that and be like, you know what? I might not make a million dollars, but... I'm cool sitting on this fifty thousand a year. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like and then like this fifty thousand a year can eventually turn to something if I learn right. how to do the right, right stuff with it. You know what I'm saying? So yep. that's key, man. Like people people need to hear that dude. Just keep keep that up. Don't lose that. No matter where you go, <laughs> man, just don't lose that part, man. Like tell people where you where you at musically, man, and just in life in general, dude. Like I think it's well appreciated. Okay. Um the question that I'm sure a lot of people are gonna wanna know is how did the uh, Trinidad James um, collaboration come about? Okay, so um, I knew Trinidad before I'll go everything. Was it from the, the boutique? No, I met him actually at the I'll go everything video shoot. Okay, okay. Um, DJ Dirty, who is a friend of mine, he's a DJ in New York. He works mm -hmm. for Ballers Eve. So I've been to Ballers Eve a couple of times been on his station, he came to Atlanta. And so I was going out really to show him some support. Gotcha. And he was like, yo, I'm doing this video shoots with my new artist, Trinidad, woo. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna come out there and come fuck with you. Mm -hmm. But I saw Trinidad before then. You yep. know what I'm saying? Like I saw him at um at the Indie Fest. Mm -hmm. And I, I had saw his C D cover. But at the time when I saw it, I thought it was a joke. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like mostly everybody was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I met him at the um, the All Go Every Everything video shoot, and um, we was we was talking, man. You know what I'm saying? Real humble dude. You know what I mean? Like he was familiar with my music at the time. You know, mm -hmm. I I didn't really know him, but um, we chopped it up. We exchanged numbers. I invited him to two cool remix video. Okay. And uh, that's really how, you know what I mean, it started to build. And from there, it was like, we just started supporting each other. He came to my video shoot, you know what I mean? Like, maybe it was like a week or two later, you mm -hmm. know? Um, I started going up to the shop, you know what I mean? Just kicking it with him. We started, like, supporting each other's music online. Like, I was tweeting out his mixtape. He tweeting out mine, Dope. you know? And then, I mean, and even with all that, like, I, I throw concerts in Atlanta, you know, at the mm -hmm. time I was anyway. And, like, I have a concert, and he'll come out and just, you know, just come rock or just jump on stage with me while I was doing Too Cool. And, um, man, we was just supporting each other, and then he blew up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, we had we we had done both of those records before people even really know who we, you know, knew who mm -hmm. he was. You know what I'm saying? So, gotcha. that's how it came about. I mean, to this day, we still talk. I just talked to him today. That's good. That's key to have that. That's that, but you know some one thing like I I um I I know him from you know well I, let me I don't know him I've seen him around you know from um, the boutique mm -hmm. you know that's what I remember seeing him as I was just like man it's a goofy looking dude at the boutique like that was my you know under assessment because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. like you said I saw him I was like man is he a, is this is a joke or like I thought I really thought he was like okay this is just the underground you know how the scene right. is in the underground yeah. I was like okay whatever whatever so. I didn't pay it any attention, man. And then when the music started coming around and I started seeing it, I put two and two together. Yeah. You know, I was like, yeah, it's dope. But one thing I can say about Trinidad James, man, everything that I've seen, every interview, he's a humble dude, man. And you got to respect that. He's you got to respect that's, that. That was really, I mean, part of the reason, you know what I mean, we became, you know what I mean, friends, whatever, man. Just, you know, seeing him and, and just at the time, I know that I ain't really have a whole lot of, friends that was in the rap industry so mm -hmm. to speak you know what I mean that was positive you gotcha. know what I'm saying gotcha. like most dudes man that's in the music business they're real negative mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying whether they have been in the situation 
or whether they haven't been, either they real negative or they lazy or whatever it is. And I try not to associate with you. Gotcha. Know what I'm saying not in the you know what I'm saying in the bad way, but you know you no, want to surround yourself with people that's going in the same direction. You know, and so. Every time I would get with him, man, he always got something positive to say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and like I said, during that time, it wasn't nobody even knew who he was. Yeah. So it was, you know, inspiring to be with somebody and man, we talking about what we was gonna do and making the movie and, you know, talking about New Atlanta and mm-hmm. all this other stuff and we had shows in Nashville. So that's really how we kinda linked up, you know what gotcha. I mean? Just by him being a humble dude, you know what I mean, like he is. He's just always been that type of dude, and still to this day he is, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that's key, man. That, that's definitely key. Like, one question I, I try to always ask people, man, is, you know, why why music? You know what I'm saying? Like, why did you choose to do what you do? Um, It's just, man, my way of being able to express myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I play basketball, and I like basketball for a long time, but... I felt like when I saw that people liked the music that I was doing and it was almost like a, it's therapeutic, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, to a certain extent. Yeah. It kind of worked out for me and the people that I'm giving, you know, the music to. And I always just kind of, you know, for a while, man, I used to be in the streets, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? When I got out the streets, I got involved in church, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And one of the things I learned in church is that everybody got a purpose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to find your purpose in life. And so for me, when I started to see, like, what people was getting out of my music, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I was like, this is this is the perfect match. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. doing what I love to do. You know, this is where I get the most compliments, you know what I mean, for, for anything that I do in life. And not only that, I'm able to inspire and help other people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just felt like this was, you know what I mean? For me, this was my way of being able to give back, man, encourage, and I feel like this is what God put me on earth to do. Yeah, that, that's dope, man. You speak of purpose, man. Like, that that's so key. Like, I, I feel if we could... I read a book, Purpose Driven Life. Yeah, um, I read that. It, it's a dope book, man. Yeah. Dope book. And it's like, man, I feel if we can get kids to, like, to figure their purpose out early, mm-hmm. man, we can get so much stuff accomplished, man. Because, you know... And it's hard to have this conversation sometimes because you're in the industry, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But it's like everybody not meant to be a rapper. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's hard to explain that to a kid because that's all they see. You know what I'm saying? It's like try to explain that to a kid like, dude, there ain't nothing wrong with going to school and being, you know, be a lawyer, be a, you know, not even just the cliche lawyer or doctor, but like go to school. Do some science, you know what I'm saying? Like, like real talk, man. It's like it, it's so hard to have that conversation with kids because you don't you don't want to be the dream killer. But it's like, do you really love music, or do you just do it because you see what on on TV? You know what I'm saying? Like the money and all that. And then when you find out, like once you get your t- your feet in the door, you find out like a lot of these rappers ain't living the way that they portraying on TV. Right. Like it blew my mind, dog. Like to see. I'm not going to call it a rapper name because that ain't, that ain't what I'm about. But I saw a rapper one time that, that was established, or what I thought was established. He was in a, a, a Toyota Camry. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with it. I'm like, shoot, that's what's up. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. But it's like, it blew my mind. Like, dude, you got a major record label deal. You own TV and you in a Camry. But everybody else's perception of you is that you're doing this. And it's like... Mm-hmm. It's cool to have a camera. I'm not knocking the fact that they had a camera, but it's like, dude, these kids looking at you thinking like, you got this, and they trying to go after this, and they trying to do whatever they can, so they bypassing everything. Like, they bypassing, they ain't listening to their mama, they ain't listening to their dad, they ain't, like, they ain't finishing high school. Like, I'm like, you know, I tell everybody, like, at least try college. Like, you ain't got to, you know, just try it. Like, it ain't for everybody. Like, I understand that. Yeah. You but, read the story recently about the guy at Michigan State who had a football scholarship and, and no. denied it because he wanted to pursue his dream of being a rapper? Hold on, what now? Uh, Michigan State football, wide receiver. He had a scholarship. And he, and he turned it down, or he renounced it, whatever yeah. you want to call it, because he wanted to pursue rap. And, and, and he's not a good rapper, but. You know, there again, like you just said, they see the lights, yeah, the flash, but they don't understand. Even the guys with the lights and the flash, 
how much time they don't see the time work they right. put in they don't to see get the time there, right. it's, right. it's more work doing yeah. that than it is a nine to five they don't get it man like and, and this is my thing i tell anybody this dude if you in this industry for money quit now and go and pick up another job <laughs> because by the time you make the, the amount of money like how long you been rapping like how ten long you been least, 10 years right all right so within those 10 years of rapping when did you when did you honestly start seeing like okay i can have a career with this Mm, at what point? I mean, that was like within at least within the last two years, two three years. I mean, it was always like a hope and a dream. No, man. no, I know the hope and the dream. But when you started saying like, okay, your hope and dream started becoming more of a reality. So you're looking at six or seven years, right? Yeah, before that, yeah. People don't even see that. Nah, they don't. They don't see that. All they see is you right there. Like, I, one thing I took away, man. Like, me and Matt, we went to college together, uh, Georgia State, like. I had a, a, a professor, I think it was accounting, either accounting or my personal selling class. I can't remember which one. But he was like, starting a business. When you start a business, the average business won't see profit until seven years. Yeah. Seven years. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's with just about any business across the board. Right. But the kids, they don't see that. All they see is like, oh, man, you know, he got the money now. I can, I can quit school and start rapping. I have the money tomorrow. It's like nothing wrong with being ambitious. I, 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 that's that's the and that's what the thin line is. Like you know, I understand if you want to be ambitious, man. But just like go after something that you really like. Like take an assessment and really find out what you like. Like what do you like doing? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it can be anything. It can be sewing buttons on t-shirts. Yeah. Right. It's a career for that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I'm that, I think you should I always say you should assess your talent. Definitely, your strengths mm -hmm. Exactly. And then you use a lot of strengths because usually your strengths can 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 cross different different avenues. Like exactly. so, your strengths may make you good as an athlete, might make you good as a leader, mm -hmm. might make you good in the military, might make you good at some other leadership type job. Yep. You know that one quality, and then you can see out of those from trial trial area which one right. you like the best. Exactly. You understand? And I think now just me being around Scotty and J Rock and them now, I see that like. You could be in the music industry and not be in the music. Like a lot of people don't create music but are in the music industry. You got the cameramen now, like exactly. with so many people doing virals now. You can make exactly. money by just having a handheld camera. You right. can get into the, the, the management side, executive mm -hmm. side of it. Because it's a lot of talent out there, yeah. but nobody to actually steer they, that talent. That's you know what I'm saying. saying. And people, then people miss that. Yeah, the engineering. Like mm -hmm. let's get it you said science, right? Yeah. Get into engineering. How many no artists yeah. can't make a Right. They need that, and that's what I'm saying. It's like that, and that's the key. Like that's the key. Is like okay, you want to be in music, that's fine. Right. But look at the whole music industry. Like, stop trying to be the one on TV all the time. Like, right. Because you got a hard job, bro. I already know you got a hard job. Like, they don't get it. Like, it's it's pressure being on that TV screen, dude. It's pressure. Like, when you got a voice, and like right now, right, like. You can say something and it's gonna affect somebody. Right. And people don't understand like it take a real person to deal with that type of responsibility. Like right. you have the you have the platform to shift culture. Right. And it it, it it's up to you to, to shift culture a certain way. Like you know what I mean. Like and that's why I appreciate you as an artist. Like your music, dude. Like you telling people like okay, it was one record. It might have been the payday record where you were just talking about, like, you know, we was talking about getting a check. But it was like, you know, get the money and, you know, you might want to spend it, but save a little bit for something, just in case something happens. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Man. Like, that's, that's real talk, talk man. man. For real. Like, save some money. And, and, and the flip side of that is I think people miss, like, you know something? You can always have a dream, but have a plan for that dream. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you got to know how to do it. Like, you can work. A regular job, don't spend no money. Like, you know, cut back on your expenses, grind hard for five years and stack your bread and then go after your dream right. with the money that you stack for right. them five years. You know, it's ways to do it. Right. But, you know, people get, I think people get caught up in that right now. Like, I got to have it now. Have you know what I'm saying? Out. It's the black epidemic, man. Man, tell me about general, it, bro. It don't last. No Even matter what I you got do. fast, dog, it never Go. lasts. It, it go fast. Go. Anything I ever put work in and, and cultivated, always lasts. Man, it's like, dude. Just yeah, it is, man. Like, I, I was having this com conversation with my homeboy, man, about, like, all the stuff I bought in college with a credit card. Where is it? 
I was that's what I'm saying. And then I was bigger in college. Like I lost a lot of weight and I can't wear none of that stuff and I don't even know where it at. But I spent swiping hard <laughs> on stuff that I don't even I don't even know where it's at right now. I don't know where it's at. And it's like, man, if I just would have had the mindset at eighteen and nineteen to just stack some more bread, dude, like it's just, you know, we 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 as black people, man, it's like it's oh, upbringing, man. It's man. about it's a I mean, man, a lot of this stuff, man, like, even, you know, when you say about a lot of kids want to be rappers, mm -hmm. really, man, that's just like, you know, one thing about rap, man, you got to be careful with is that if you do it for the wrong reasons, it could be a, it could be more of a disease to you than it could mm -hmm. be a help. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times, man, with rap, people do it because of what you can get out of it. Gotcha. You feel me? You get praise, you get compliments. Mm -hmm. If you're good, you know what I mean? People stroke your ego, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, as black men, a lot of times we grow up without our fathers. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, a lot of that stuff come from it, you wanting attention. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's why kids get in trouble in school. That's why you want to be rappers. It's, mm -hmm. it's an easy way to get attention. attention. Especially if you're good. It's, it's why ball playing and rapping is like two of the quick things that you mm -hmm. see black men jump into because anybody can do it for an amount of time and you if you're good you're gonna get immediate attention yeah, yeah you know what true. i'm saying that's true so right, that is man it, it's so it's it's so deep you know what i'm saying you make me think yeah. about my african-american study class <laughs> <laughs> it's like man it, it's so man it, it, it's so deep though man like it, it's stuff that we deal with like on a daily basis man like you look you only see the check cashing joints in the hood. Yeah. You don't mm -hmm. see. You can't go. You can't go to Buckhead to find one check cashing joint. You can't. That's real. But you nah, you can ride right here. You see them all day long right yeah, here. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like right. man, 10, 11, 12 cents. That's what I'm saying, man. It's like <laughs> title <laughs> pun. Like and don't get me wrong. Like you, everybody probably had to deal with some at, at some point in time. I'm not knocking the people that have to deal with that. But it's like we gotta learn that that ain't the way to go, bro. Right. Like mm -hmm. you putting your title up for your car on like a twenty percent. You know, twenty six percent interest rate, dude. Like you never gonna pay yeah, that off. No. Never get the info, man. I I yeah. mentor kids. You know what I'm saying? Now yeah. you feel me? Yeah. I do that, man. Like you know, every week, day to day, really. Yeah. And um, like one of my ways of really grabbing attention to kids when I first started working with them is just really asking them what they want to be. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because for me, it's about if I can find out what drives you in life and gets you to focus your attention somewhere, then I can get you, you know what I mean, to yeah, at least, yeah, you know what I'm saying, put yeah. your time and energy into something and feel like you got somebody who care about what you're interested in. That's true. So, That's like, true. with a lot of a lot of the young kids I meet, they want to rap, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So, I don't really try to discourage them. I just try to help them to, like, learn the, the the um you know, the, the characteristics or the things you're going to need to become successful gotcha. that's going to help you in life. So gotcha. if you want to be a rapper, okay, well, I'm going to help you learn discipline through rapping. You need to write one song a week. Mm. You feel me? Like, mm. learn the, the different things, you know, that's going to help you. Because later on, like, I, with me, honestly, I wanted to play ball growing mm -hmm. up. Well, it really wasn't until I got 19 that I was like, okay, I'm going to seriously be a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... If somebody would have discouraged my dream, going, you know what I mean, then I probably would have never did it. Got gotcha, you. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? So That's a good way to look at it. You know, when you're growing up, I got a little brother now. He he a freshman. He mm -hmm. really don't know what he want to do, you know, in college. But he, you know, searching a little stuff. And, you know, just like most of us, we don't really know what we really, really want to mm -hmm. do until after college. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you know what it, it I'm saying? A, I, saw, I saw something... I don't know, I watch, I, I look at so much, like, media, and, you know, especially when it comes to, like, hip-hop and stuff like that, but it was a program that that somebody was working on, and it was like, and they made a good point, that was like, well, a lot of people in, like, you know, minority communities, we don't, um, we might know what we want to do, but we don't have anybody around us to tell us how to get there, right? right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, growing up, for me, you know, I was blessed to have a father around who, love music yeah. so it was like I saw it at an early age even when I didn't even want to do music yeah. you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. it was there and I came to, I came up here to college and I got involved with people that was had the same goal so I learned which avenues to go to you know what I'm saying but right. it's so true man like you know some of these like and then it's, it's some of the counselors at these high schools <laughs> man well, it like is, but it's a bigger picture though. think about yeah. it 
they got to deal with so many kids. School's overpopulated. You're not getting paid a lot. You're right. Now. You're and like right. you said, you was a fool's young. I played ball. Yeah. I always knew I wanted to play ball. But like you said, I had people in my life come in at different times to kind of. Mm-hmm. I didn't play AAU till late. I didn't really know about AAU. I played sports because I liked to play sports. sports and my yeah. mom wouldn't keep me out the streets. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and then. For me, it wasn't right. What I wanted to do is which sport I wanted to play. I played gotcha. football, I played basketball, I played, did this, I did that, yeah. ran track, whatever. So once I got probably like preteen, I knew I wanted to play basketball. And then I started seeing people who played basketball. And a mentor always told me, like, if you want to be a pro, hang around pros. You, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, play against <laughs> higher competition. Yeah. You want to go to college, play college. You want to play varsity, play against varsity guys when you're in seventh grade. You know what I'm That's saying? True. And you always give yourself that challenge. Like, you want to be upon people who rich, hang around rich people, successful yeah, people. Yeah. And that's why our friend pool gets smaller as we get more successful. As yeah. You know what I'm saying? People true. Like, man, I don't want to lose my friends. I don't try to keep it real. I'm trying to do that. But you got to realize, man, if they're not, if they're not helping you, they're their weight, their burden. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And, yeah. that's, and that's the biggest thing. That, that's true. You, you definitely have to surround yourself around the right people, man. I learned that. Luckily for me, you know, the people that I, I hang around, like, dudes I met in college we still all boys to this day but we all had the same goal like it's crazy within the seven of us you guys let me see one two three four four doing music uh two in in DC like in the White House and right. then my other homeboy just like he really trying to find what he want to do but he that type of person where he he's just an honest straightforward dude right. that he ain't gonna sugarcoat nothing yeah. like he gonna tell you exactly like he gonna, if you're doing something wrong he's gonna tell you like dog you messing up or like you know, if you grinding, he gonna like dog. That's what's like. He ain't no, he ain't no yes man. He gonna tell you right, like you know what's right. going on. You know what I mean? And it's like we all kind of you know we all different personalities, but we gotta come and go. You know what I mean? So it it is it is keto. I, I feel you, Matt. Like you gotta surround yourself around the right people because it's so easy to try to keep up with your you know keep your homeboys around. And it's like if you're a real homeboy, he understand you grinding. Right. That's my thing. You know what I'm saying? Like they they get it, but you know that that that's a whole another that's a whole another deal, man. But we got a lot of work to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a lot of work. Conversation, to do. man. The original mindset is not to say nothing, but it's like I'm seeing so much in this uh, conversation. Yeah. I was um I was just thinking about you know when y'all were talking about um he was talking about like fathers and your yeah. upbringing and you know how everybody wants to be a rapper or a ball player because it's that immediate flash or whatnot. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one thing I do admire about Scotty is, you know, the fact that, you know, like you were just saying, he does still work a real job because mm-hmm. he understands, look, I got to push. But, um, you know, I was in that situation before I started dealing with him. You know what I'm saying? I dealt with kids too. I was teaching. Mm. Uh, I saved my money and was able to leave the classroom, you know, to do what I love to do. But, you know, Everybody who wants to rap, everybody who wants to play ball, you know, do the flashy stuff, they always look at it like, okay, I want to rap, or I want to be a ball player, I want to be a point guard, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like he was saying, it's different stuff that you can get into within doing those things. Like, Mm -hmm. I was just like, I wanted to play ball, but... It came a point when I was like 18 that I realized, hey man, I'm five, nine, (laughs) you know, I'm not going to the NBA, so I got into coaching, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I said, I still want to be around ball, so I started coaching. Yeah. Um, you know, same thing with the rap. You know, everybody wants to rap. Yeah, I wanted to rap yeah. at one point too. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, this ain't me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So what else is there? There's management. You know what I'm saying? There's this, that, and the other. Different, yep. you know, avenues to it. And you can just like, I, I really feel like he's going to be a very successful rapper. And one thing I like about him is that he has a team of people around him who all are in different aspects of music, but mm-hmm. they want to be the best at what they doing around him. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? Like I can tell you now, his managers want to be the top managers in the game. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? His uh, you know, his homies who want to do this, that, and other, they want to be the top of what they do. So, you know, you don't have to rap or you don't have to be the point guard, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You, That's you true. You don't have to be the shooter. You can't handle the ball. Yeah. Somebody gotta be Shane Batty, man. man. Somebody Shane Batty, Shane Batty hey. is the best yeah. at what he hey, does. What he he's the best role player in the league. He come off the bench and give you them he give you them that, that eight to twelve and mm-hmm. go and sit back down, but he give you that right. spark off the mm-hmm. bench. Like, yeah. you know, that that's so true, man. And it's to bring like, it full circle, you gotta think about like even with this, it's only gonna be a short time period. Even mm-hmm. if you have a long run, it's a short time mm-hmm. capsule in your whole career. Yeah, right. and that's why I like the record after rap. Like, yeah. I'm gonna be something after rap. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Right. That, that's you real, can explain man. more about that. Those guys yeah. are real, man. Yeah. I mean, it's just you know that. After rap, my whole plan is, man, to just really continue to build myself, man, as an artist. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And 
like even now, man, I got different things that I that I invest in. You know, I got a rental property. You know mm. what I mean? That I have, and um, just other little businesses that I've been able to start. So my whole thing, man, is after rap. You know what I'm saying? I just want to make sure that I'm good. Like I'm, my whole plan, man, is really to use this as a, as a platform to just take care of my family. You know what I'm saying? That's and key, man. Use the that's money, key. invest it in something that's going to continue to make more, so that when it's all done. I ain't out here trying to sell weed. Yeah, yeah, I feel you, man. It's like people gotta realize, like, and and that's that's that harsh reality that a lot of rappers don't get. Like, your career is only, like Max said, it's only gonna be a short period of time. Like, there, I mean, you gotta, like, okay, let's be honest. In all the rappers right now, there's only a handful that's been around for over ten years. Right. Right. Only a handful. Like the truth is, when you finally start popping. You probably got like two to three years, and if you're good enough, you might can expand that to five or six. Mm-hmm. But that's just the truth. But you got mm-hmm. people like same thing with NBA players. Like I was reading up on, um, dang, is it Jamal Mashburn? Somebody got like all these different businesses. Like, and he wasn't even like no. It is Mashburn. Mashburn. It was like yeah, Mashburn. He was a, a good player, but he. Yeah. You not when you think basketball, you don't think Jamal Mashburn. No, no, no. But like so he's straight. Sucky, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but he's straight though. Like right, he right. took that money. Was like, you know what? I ain't gonna. I'm not gonna blow all this. I'm, I'm gonna throw something to the side. Yeah. Now I'm looking at. I think I was looking at Black Enterprise. Like he got like 20 different chains or yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm he like was the one on on the, uh, 30 for 30 broke yeah, broke, yeah. was successful. And he was right. saying how he took all his money and he invested in here and other. And he said he's made more money outside of the NBA than he made right. in the NBA. Man. Just on side investments. Right? That, it, that's, that, that's the key, man. Like, just like you said, set yourself up for out the rap, dude, because yeah, it's going, it's a time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a time out the rap. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's big, though, because like you said, with Jamal Mashburn, like, he said investments and the investments you said, you know, real estate, even with the economic mm-hmm. collapse and everything, it's, it's not get rich quick. It's like it's not becoming a star quick. You've been in it for 10 exactly. years. And you got steady things that earn just profit. Even yep. if it's just 5% profit, it's going to continue to it's come going, down. It's going to keep. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like people, even there's some guys who actually try to invest money. They make a lot of money trying to invest it. They try to invest it in something else as a get rich quick scheme. Right. Yeah, crazy, right? I'm going to take 100 racks I just got. <laughs> and I'm going to put all that joint on this new business, by the pop. And yeah. they said, I'm going to get 10 million in three years. Right. Like, no, come man. On. It right. take time, oh, man. It to anything that that, that that get quick rich, it don't work, man. Like anything is worth working for, dog. That's where the money gonna come in and like, mm-hmm. like have a plan, man. That's the, that you know. I think that's that's the key, man. Have a plan. We've been we've been talking for over an hour. Um, what else? What else I got? I'm trying to think. What else I want to ask you, man? I'm trying to <laughs> like uh, we we just had probably like 20 minutes on some real talk that what people need to hear though. Right. You know right, what I'm right, saying? That's right, what right, people right. really need to hear. Um, I guess just to, just to tie it all back, man. Like the the project. Like what what do you see this project doing? The faith. Like what 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 what's your goal for faith? My goal, man, is to allow faith to. Of course, take me to the next level as an artist. And mm-hmm. for me, that just looks like becoming a, a well-known um, independent artist right now. You know what I mean? That really just pushes into the mainstream. So whatever, you know, like what, like with this particular project, I wanted to make sure, of course, you know, I, I did certain things. Like I want to be on MTV Jam. Mm-hmm. I want to be on 106 and Paul, you know what I mean, with this project. Mm-hmm. But overall, I just really just wanted to allow myself to be able to get in the spotlight as an artist, you know what I'm saying, independently, mm-hmm. and allow that to push me, you know what I mean, into the mainstream. That was really my whole goal with the project, you know what gotcha. I mean? Gotcha. It definitely can be done, man. Like, like right now, you look at independent, you think about Mac Miller and mm-hmm. Macklemore and what they doing. Look, like you do that number one record, right. number one. Songs independent, yeah, no it can be done. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay, okay. Bread, it can yeah. be done, man. It definitely be done. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, man. Well, I, I think I think we got more than what we what we can. You know what I'm saying? You, okay, cool. man. Um, I do appreciate you coming and, and sitting down and talking with us, man. We got some good some good stuff that I think the people gonna they gonna they gonna relate to, man. Like a whole new respect for for you as an artist. But you know, one thing that I, I like to end the podcast on on a high note. Mm-hmm. So, if you can, it's up to you. Leave us with a couple of bars. 
Okay, cool. But you want you want some freestyle? You want the written joint? It's on you. It don't matter. It can be freestyle. It can be written. Whatever you want to spit, man. Real. Spit some real. Yeah. After this conversation, yeah, yeah. Give us some. Give us some real. Okay. Um. Okay, I'm good. I'm cool, waiting, patient like a DB. I ain't looking for your handout. Ain't worried about your freebie. Until they get their remote and I'm all up on their TV. I work hard, cool club, yeah, I'm the VC. My team sent this email out and I was CC. From every record label out in LA to DC. Like, download this nigga now. Log in your PC. Brown paint, peanut butter guts, like a receipt. Who ain't heard this nigga before? Should be ashamed, some 6'3 nigga with a dolomite. Frame, keep him quiet, keep him out. They like, no, it might change. If the music reach our fans, they gonna leave us in the rain. It's bedtime, night, night. You gonna learn today. They just talk a good game, but they don't really play. Sell water to a well, shed God with a J. I didn't pick the side, nigga. I ain't never been great. You can listen, get your Dre beats out. Get you some game, cause the dope boy's busy and we never see the lanes. But be yourself, nigga, don't be peer pressure, man. I'm just mad, niggas only got money, no talent. I'm trying to run for best cat out, give me a ballot. They sleeping on your boy, need a pillow and a pallet. It's wake up call, number one, take heed. I put it in the song, cause I know we don't read. Be safe around them H's, cause you might get G. I'm five motherfucking no sticks, no seeds. Be safe around them H's cause you might get G'd on five motherfucking no sticks, no seeds. Come on. <laughs> That's the way to end it, right? <laughs> we out. What's up?